Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga. And thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or a subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Well, well, well. Hello. Hello, everybody. And it is happy times out here. Hello, everybody. It is happy times here. It's a little bit of a vacation away from home, but... It still feels like you really haven't gone anywhere. But if you like my new set here, we're in the middle of Clear Lake and it is a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. So I wanted to ask all of you, it's a halfway point through summer and normally we're doing whatever we do with friends and family. But of course, this year is much different. So. It's the halfway point checkup, seeing how everybody's doing. And it's also, you know, we're well into almost the eight months of 2020. Is this going to be the year that we would like to forget? Or maybe it'll be the year we'll always remember. So let's bring in all of our lovely ladies. Come on, hello, hello. It's been a long time for some of the women that I've asked to come back. So hopefully they can share some of their thoughts and feelings about how it's all been for them. And uh, maybe we'll all learn something from each other too. All right, since I'm on remote, I'm not seeing everybody on my Zoom chat. I might ask Graham for some help. I can see everybody but you, Tracy. Oh, there you oh. are. Oh, well, I see Susie now. Okay, so. My lighting is terrible. I need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so good to see you, but I can't see everybody else. Oh, okay. So now I got, I got it. So whoever is talking, I can see. Yes, so I'm, we're kind of doing a little vacay. So um, this is my new set. Oh, I see Nanette. Hi, Nanette. Good to see you. <laughs> so we're kind of in a, like a little, we're in the middle of bush country here in Clear Lake, but it's a brand new little development uh, called the Bear's Den. And it's lovely. I mean, these are super modern and everything like that. The guys have gone golfing. So, you know, I've got to have a little free time to do this. I want to see everybody. Um, who else is here? Hello. They're not, you might be muted. Um, I'm here at Robin. Hey, Robin, good to see you. Yes, hey, so I guess you've been busy and everything like that, huh? I mean, with all the new programs and everything, it's been wonderful and it's been great. I mean, your programs and everything like that are, are going to be so helpful down in the future, but I wanna talk about you. It's halfway point, halfway through summer. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, and Rishonda, hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, how are you? I'm okay. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably a little bit better than last time we spoke. <laughs> well, that's good, that's good. Now, have, have, has your business sort of opened up and sort of, you know, developed your own plan? Yeah, I mean, we're in an interesting position. So for those of that you don't know, we, um, we have a swim school. Um, so uh, pools weren't supposed to open till phase two. Uh, and then they were given the green light for phase, sorry, they weren't supposed to open till phase four, but they were given the green light for phase two. Um, so uh, that was very exciting, except that we depend on city pools to open. So uh, as you know, they didn't open until July 20th. And we're generally don't teach in city pools in the summer anyway. So we just uh, worked our summer program. So we teach in people's backyard pools um, and we teach at lakes uh, and all over in the summer. So uh, we just need the weather to stay warm um, for as long as possible because uh, I'm not sure what we have in store for fall. So summer is good and it's okay right now. Um, we're busy, we're outside and it's going well, but not sure what will be in store uh, next month. So yeah, that's us. Tracy, you're on mute. We can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like we're, we're on a little mini uh, vacation up at Clear Lake. So uh, I'm on my phone. And uh, yeah, so I apologize, everyone, for my lack of technology. I have my, my right hand guy, Graham, back in Winnipeg, sending me notes and texts on how to do this. <laughs> So just keep on talking. I can finally see everybody here. And Cynthia, thank you for joining. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me back. Yes. So how have you been, girl? Um, okay is probably a really good word right now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? You, you get through it. You do what you have to do. And... Um, you know, we focus and we find lots of things to keep us um, busy. So that's awesome. And yeah. And, and we, yeah, you... go ahead. No, sorry. I just wanted to let the ladies know where you are right now. Oh, well, yeah, I'm still currently in um, Medellin, Colombia, although my background is Kuala Lumpur, which is where I'm <laughs> technically supposed to be right now. Um, <sighs> But um, yeah, I'm planning in um, September, if flights resume, to move to um, London, England for, um, in the UK and Spain for a while, um, at least through the fall, but uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Now does that, yeah, does that scare you at all, Cynthia, the travel or? Um, the, tra the travel scares me more than, than, anything else but um, after six months here in Colombia and starting up my my business and and launching everything um, creating partnerships um, that, that I've been working on it's uh, um, it's probably the least scariest thing but obviously I I understand the risks that are out there and I'm not I'm not telling the airlines to open up. It's when they deal with it. And right now that's still very open-ended and may not happen. Because um, even part of me is resigned that I will spend through um, the Christmas holidays um, here in Colombia, potentially 
because of the severity um, of the uh, virus at this point. So yeah, it's just, it's part of the life of a digital nomad. And uh, we, we try and learn to roll with it as best we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Um, you always have a home here, okay? So, but we'll get back to you. Thank I you. want to say hi yeah. to Judy Ann. It's been a while. It has hi. Been. <laughs> yes, and I've seen pictures on Instagram. Like you were thinking this area, I think for a while. Is yeah, really I was not there too long ago, and yeah, I've just been, you know, with, with current circumstances that like I'm supposed to be in like Zion National Park right now, doing some trails. But um, now that that's not an option, we decided, you know what, we have a beautiful province that we live in. We you know why not spend some time to explore? So we've just been booking campsites and cabins and yurts and and anything <laughs> possible, doing day trips, doing some kayaking, just really exploring uh, what Manitoba has to offer. It's, it's been beautiful. I've, I've really been enjoying, enjoying the summer. And enjoying being newlyweds too, right? <laughs> yeah, it is definitely quite the experience being, you know, like not only just getting newly married and then within three weeks we're in mandated quarantine and, and you know spending every waking moment together. Like literally this door is what separates me. Like we, I, I kind of take over at the office and my husband does his work in the living room, but that, that's all that we have in terms of like separation for this little while. But it's, you definitely learn a lot about married life this way. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like you just get jump right in it. And uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of that in relationships too, Judianne, I mean, I, what have you learned and, and about your husband too um, in this time period? We've learned a lot about communication for sure. Um, like even for like little things like, you know, that it's okay to, to need space. And, you know, if, if something's bothering you, you do have to speak up, especially in this kind of situation, because uh, like you do see that person all the time. Uh, we were yeah. actually joking the other day, like we went kayaking and it was our first time kayaking together in one kayak. And we, uh, I forget, I think it was like Tall Pine Lodges made a post saying that like canoes and kayaks are the best marriage counselors because you really learn like you got to work together. Like, you know, I think like 20 minutes in, we're like bickering in the, in the kayak, but we're like, no, we got to get through this. We have a whole half day of this. So, so we learned a lot about working together and, and communicating. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, in some ways, I guess, you know, maybe this is a good thing, right? And, mm -hmm. um. You know, it's always, I guess, trying to find the positives through all the negatives. Um, I just want to move around. I think Primrose is here. Hi, Primrose. Hello. Hello. Long time no talk. <laughs> yes, I know. And I can't see you. I can't see you. But um, oh. I, I'll sure probably get a, a text saying what I can do. But um, <laughs> you have to maybe swipe again. Uh, yes. Okay. Now I do it. Yeah. Okay. Stop laughing Hello. at me, Robin. You're muted. Okay. I see. Yeah. You can change your view. Yeah. You oh, can change your view. Thank you, Susie. Upper right -hand corner. Thank you, Susie. Oh my goodness. It's like, oh God, this is so weird. I that tip too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You can't teach a note. Well, no. Sometimes you can teach an old dog new tricks. Okay. I am learning. I am learning. So how have you been, Primrose? I have been surprisingly busy. <laughs> Oh great! Um, I, well, I was it was busy before from working at working at the same time plus teaching my kids, um, mm -hmm. and I wasn't doing anything creative because I was just so full of that. And then once the kids were finished school and my parents were willing to take them again, I was able to work more, 
and a couple of opportunities came up and I starting to write again and Yay. I don't I just am very excited about it but it's not something I can really talk about yet I could talk a little okay. bit about it but uh, mm -hmm. I have a possible book coming out but we'll see fingers okay. crossed and and it would have anything to do with the situation we're living in right now 100 percent uh it'll be an it'll be a uh, ya book and it'll take place <laughs> during the pandemic so oh. it's exciting uh, a lot of oh it came goodness. out of what it came out of was that um my oldest son he's 12 years old and throughout the actually for the past year he's been in grade seven he's just stopped reading and that made me really sad especially during the pandemic when this was the perfect time to read but he kept saying that he just couldn't he couldn't find anything that was interesting because everything out there was dystopian or horror or fantasy and those were things that weren't interested in him, interesting to him and he wanted to see characters that reflected who he was so i wanted to write something where he would see himself because there's really nothing out there just just nothing out there at all for young people uh persons of color you know um or and, and i wanted to write about that experience Oh, wow. Well, you've got everybody here on the call saying, we can't wait, we can't wait. So I don't know, maybe you're going to have to share, a, do a reading for us, okay? You know, oh, I um, so. you know possibly, and like, yeah, we would love that. I mean, hey, it's a great way for a teaser, right? <laughs> or you might get yeah, a lot more ideas, yeah. Um, more suggestions, right? No. Well, as long as it has a happy ending, okay? Yes, it will. I <laughs> Cause promise. Because we all, we Okay, because we all need happy endings. All right, so we will get back to you soon. Nanette, hello, Nanette. Here you, hi. Oh, she says I'm on. Hi. I promise you. Yeah, I promise you. It's been a long time. Oh my goodness. Yes, it's been so, a while. Um, yeah, yeah. And so are you handling the multitasking and, and having to go everywhere but nowhere? Um, <laughs> it's the yes and no. I, I really thrive on routine. I think many people do. And, and I think that uh, with the lockdown and all of, and summer happening and all of the stuff that, that seems to be thrown at us at the same time, yeah. um, routine has pretty much gone out the window for me. I've been trying very hard to get back to, oh, and especially it's, I mean, it's already bad enough on, you know, for regular summers and that, with the kids being home my husband's a college instructor he's at home and I love I love the fact that we can all be together and mm -hmm. every summer we this this is a wonderful thing that we could do unfortunately routine's gone and so <laughs> time management is a little bit more uh challenging and uh yeah multitasking is uh <laughs> it there is there is really no such thing because your brain has to readjust to the new situation and back and forth. It's just the whole multitasking thing just doesn't really work for me. Something always falls. Something always drops. So uh, I try to, that's, that's a new thing for me <laughs> is to try to stick to one thing and do that, do that. Well, try to get the routine back. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, 
it's a challenge, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's life and you got to embrace that, embrace the time that I, my, my son just turned 18. He graduated. And congratulations. Thank you. But it's, you know, it just reminds me of how time goes so quickly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all of us mamas are very cognizant of the fact that our babies are growing up way too fast for us to catch up. And so um, I embrace that even through the challenges, the unexpected appointments that come up, the things that, mm-hmm. that take me away from this wonderful chat that we usually, that I look forward to every <laughs> Tuesday. Um, I, I still, I, I go, you know what, I'm, I'm mom first and yeah. I need to be with my babies and everything drops because I embrace now every single time I, I'm reminded of my 18 year old. I go, okay let's go and do stuff. Let's do things together. This all other stuff can wait. Yeah. No. So that, that in essence, you created a routine. Pardon me? In a way, you know, in a loose way. I mean, you know, you know your priorities and that's the beginning of routine. And um, I want to see Dr. Cheryl can sit at her desk for two minutes to say, hi, hello, Cheryl. (laughs) You might have to unmute yourself. Okay. Is that better? Yes, yes. We've got audio now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me both. Oh my goodness. And now next are are you on your phone? I'm on my phone because I'm at my research office and I have my research computer, but my um headphones and my audio, my microphone is not working on it. So that's why I've joined using my iPhone. So can you hear me and see me? Yes. You, yes. Now, you know what? You just need to put your phone horizontal. This way? There you go. That way. Yes. Hey, I even taught you something now, Cheryl. Hey. <laughs> I learn from you and your colleagues every day. Um, well, I'm sure that I wanted to show my video because I'm obviously, you know, not my best, but I do want to show off the first time in my life I've ever had a ponytail. <laughs> and it looks adorable. When you're 70 years old, there's not much time to I'm going to be 70 in a month or two in a month. So I said, <laughs> if I don't grow a ponytail now, because I can't go, I haven't been able to go to the hairdresser, when will I be able to? So this is this is the result. It's not staying, but I'll keep it as much <laughs> as I can I can stand it. Well, that's something to to share and be proud of in all of this. And, I, I you know, am. Yeah. You know what? I'm, what I was a little concerned because when you told me we had email conversation and you were saying that you, you're, you know, you still are very upset, you know, yeah. the people obviously that are affected by COVID and what are your thoughts and feelings on how we've been doing and how we have been behaving? I mean, you as a geneticist and as a researcher, and how fast are we going to get that vaccine? Oh, first of all, I'm certainly no specialist in infectious diseases or med micro. I follow it the same as you. I'm, I'm realistic in knowing that, you know, the timeline, is, it's not going to be tomorrow. But when you mm-hmm. think of all the investments that has been done in COVID research, like as a researcher, Mm-hmm. I can't apply for any other research grants unless it's directly related to COVID. So from a research point of view, 
it's not easy being a medical researcher. Okay? And, you know, we certainly do our research and have put applications related to COVID. And they are continuing to take research applications for grants on areas not related to COVID. But I'm being realistic that really all funding agencies, universities, you name it, all the energy is going towards developing a vaccine and understanding more about you know, how COVID works, how you gain immunity, what is herd immunity. So I follow that as a consumer as much as a professional. Um, mm -hmm. But certainly as a researcher and working, I'm, right now I'm at the university, I'm at my research office. I'm actually packing because I'm moving my research office to an, another spot on the floor. So these are things that I obviously have time to do because you know a lot of the things are on hold. But I can see some of the, the younger researchers with whom I work, I mean, they're working very hard. I mean, they're trying, and I, I listen to your colleagues on the line, people who are professionals are trying to multitask and do it all during this very, very difficult time. And I think our expectations of ourselves are much too high that everybody has to you know, step back and do the best we can. But um, there's no way productivity you know, can stay the same if you're trying to do three full-time jobs. And um, I mean, I have several people within my lab who work for me and very conscious about you know, making sure that their jobs are secure, that we continue to work you know, in our research that's on genetic disorders and continue our clinical trials. And we're doing that. In fact, people are working very, very hard. But I, I know that it's taking a toll emotionally on many people. And, you know, people remain very upset. And to be perfectly honest, there really isn't an end in sight. You know, yes, I do think there will be a vaccine in one to one and a half years. And I know this phase in our lives will pass. For myself, I don't have much time, right? I'm in the pressure of time. But for people who are much younger than me and living through this, I mean, it will get better. You know, take care of ourselves, do the best you can at our jobs, and um, it will get better. So I spent a lot of time trying to encourage people, particularly the young researchers with my work. I mean, this can't be easy. It absolutely can't be easy. And for graduate students and university students and college students. I mean, this is not an easy time to transfer and to really redo how, how we live. So for myself personally, I'm, I'm handling the stress because there are many people who, you know, who really depend on me to hold it together. Mm -hmm. And um, when I have a bad day, I mean, I certainly do have a cry here and there, but most of the time I hold it together and know that you know, we're doing well in Manitoba. It'll pass. We will be okay. And we have to take care of, our, take care of ourselves. Um, the one thing that has saved me on a personal level mm -hmm. is that on June 21st, when it was announced that we didn't have to self-quarantine or isolate when we returned from Western provinces, what do you think the first thing I did? Because this was just horrendous for me. I got on oh. plane and went to see my grandchildren, you know, and I mean, this is, I mean, it has, it has renewed me. I spent 12 days in Calgary, 
in a bubble because, you know, <laughs> my son and daughter-in-law and the little grandkids are very careful. And um, I came home and I'm still fine. Uh, while I was there, WestJet decided that they didn't have to physically distance on their plane anymore. So I was just about freaking out. But okay. <laughs> I've been out for more than two weeks and I'm still fine. Okay, keep, keep talking. My husband is knocking at the door. Well, I don't know who's listening and who's cared to listen, but whoever. It's holidays. a little bit of brevity. Okay, yes. Oh, and I got a new cucumber. <laughs> That's what happens when you pack the cucumber in ice for three hours. <laughs> oh, I'm at least making Robin laugh. Come on, Susie. <laughs> Oh, so there might be a little bit of noise in the background. That's my husband um, smelling like they all smell of bug spray. But uh, so, how are you doing, Susie? Did you say Pardon? you're yes? at Clear Lake? Pardon? Did you say you're at Clear Lake? Yes. But self-isolating. We have a cottage nearby. Oh, really? So we're in. We're in just outside of Ananol, just before the park, in this new development called the Bear's Den. So yes. they're, they're brand new units. Uh, there's construction outside, so Susie can relate to that. <laughs> but uh, it's, all, it's all good, yeah. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, creep by. <laughs> but it's weird, like we're, um, I was saying before all of this, before we, we're, on, we're on holidays, but it's like, well, but it still feels weird. It still is not the same. But uh, anyways, Cheryl, I'm glad that you are healthy and safe. And that's the best thing in remedies to see your family and loved ones. And, you know, I mean, yeah, like everything is changing and, uh, and how we live and how we do business. And yeah, maybe that's the, the you know, the next phase. But yeah. um, that's not my husband. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, they're, uh, but anyways, how are you doing, Susie? Susie, how are you doing? Good. I still love JLo's house. Can you hear me now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, I can hear you wife, now. My wife oh. keeps scooting me off, so sorry about that. But uh, no, we're good. We're, um, you know, we're trying to keep the kids busy, trying to keep them outside, trying to keep them active. And uh, yeah, you know, trying to gear up for what might be school coming. We're still not sure what that's going to look know. like. So yeah, yeah just to, yeah. take it day what by your, day, really. I know, and, and you've been doing so well, I mean, with everything. But what are your thoughts, uh, Susie? I guess I've heard that the summer school students are kind of being like the guinea pigs for how school will look like. I mean, so no water fountains, yeah. spots where you got to stand. What do you think? Um, you know, my kids go to my kids go to a smaller school, so that makes me a little bit less nervous. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it, it really just kind of depends on what happens in these next few weeks, and you know, we've seen an uptick of cases. So I don't know what that's going to mean for any reopening plans or going back to school plans. But um, I'm just trying to keep up with the information as it comes out of the provincial health office and uh, just kind of see what 
what's happening basically on a daily basis. Um, we've told the kids that uh, we don't know what's going to happen for sure, even though, you know, these changes are being rolled out and we're trying to prep for them. We are trying to drive uh, home the idea that things can change on a dime, basically. Please don't get too attached yeah. to the idea of going back to school if it doesn't happen for whatever reason. And um, yeah, just trying to manage their expectations, I guess, and my own, yeah. No, oh, I know, it's been, I mean, Nanette has said it and, uh, you know, and even um, Primrose too with her new book. I'm gonna ask now Robin, who's been sitting there laughing, giggling, smiling, nodding to all of these things. And Dr. Cheryl too, who's, I mean, she, she's always such an incredible speaker. Cheryl, you are. Um, you very succinctly kind of put everything into perspective, not only for yourself personally, but you know, you want to set an example for the younger people. So Robin, all of these things, okay, and wanting to set examples for our kids, you know, for our colleagues. We want, I mean, we have, it's been weird, but yeah, like your thought, your thought process is so different now. There's so much to think about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, truth be told, like, uh, you know, today is not the easiest day for me, so I'm just giving you a heads up, right? And uh, no, uh, like, uh, let's be real, and let's, and when we're having tough days, it's okay to actually say that, right? I think, mm -hmm. I mean, I think you all know, I think I came on not long after my brother took his. Yes. Um, yeah. and I, I think uh, when Cheryl said June 21st, I was like, oh, because that was the day, right? That's the mm -hmm. day I moved to Calgary to be my niece. So the last couple of weeks, I was going to move to Calgary so I could be closer to my niece and my work permit, first work permit in Canada, um, that tells me I have to live in a particular place. So. My work permit says I have to live in Winnipeg. So even if I want to move, I can't if I want to stay in the country. So I'm trying to sort that, but I've given up my apartment. So I'm in the middle of moving, trying to find another apartment. And truth be told, like, everyone's chatting about, um, like, a juggle family. But, like, I'm a single person, and how the hell do you find a date right now? Like, you're like, oh, do I, do I meet someone? Don't I? If I meet them and I have a really nice time virtually, do I actually trust that I want to go and be close? And then if I'm social distant, do I actually kiss them? Like, and I... I you know, I'm I'm doing it in a funny way, but it but I know there's um I've been chatting to a bunch of friends lately who live on their own and wanna start dating. Like, do I, don't I? And truth be told, how the hell do I find cute girls when I'm like cooped up in my apartment? So I'm gonna put a note out. I'm funny, I'm cute. If you have any cute friends that are single. You know, my way. Um, you know, oh. it's funny, but 
But the reality is I think, you know, for a couple of months people were like, yeah, I can do this and there was like stress but it was still a novelty and now we are looking at, you know, the reality is this is a year or two probably, um, you know, best case scenario, maybe a year and people are starting to have that fatigue. They're starting to go, I can cope, but I don't, I don't know when it's going to stop. And I think that's the piece. Someone, and I may have said this before, someone described it like you got pregnant, but you're not sure how long you're going to be pregnant or when that baby's coming. It might be six months, it might be nine, it might be... 20, like, how do I, I've never been pregnant, so I don't know, but um, it, it's that piece of uncertainty, and I, I think that's one of the things about how do we support people to deal with the uncertainty, because I know, I think it was Nanette, you were talking about, I'm, I like routine, I like structure, and we don't have the capacity to have that piece of the future that says, well, in six months, I can have my regular life back. And that's the unsettling piece. So I think for me, it, it is really allowing people just to be in that space of some days I'm going to have a shit day. Some days I'm going to cry. And, I mean, truth be told, Charlotte's packing up my kitchen right now because I had a meltdown. I'm like, I can't do it. And Charlotte went, I'll do it, I'll do it. Go and be on, on cue. Okay. Um, but, but it's that place about, like, only showing compassion and empathy to others, but showing compassion and empathy to ourselves because, like, we are hard, and I think Cheryl was saying before, we get hard on ourselves. Oh, we should be taking care of the kids and working and keeping the house clean. And now we've got summer and how do we do that? And, and I think there's a place where let's just and let's allow ourselves to be in how it feels in that moment. Not that you spend the next six months going. Um, but just being real in the moment and because if we try and stop it, I can pull up and then we just do what I did before. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's that. We show compassion and empathy to others and we go, oh, they've got all this to deal with. And then we're like, oh, but we can't do that for ourselves. And so my request is that we actually be passionately curious with others and really want to know, but actually, actually for ourselves. Like be passionately wow. curious about how we are and like if we can get some people in our life that are prepared to do that back and forth with us, we have a, a shot at staying sane because we also know isolation is one of those things that leads to like you know deprivation studies show people were like i can't deal with this so it's thinking how do we get through that and then you throw everyone's talking about zoom fatigue oh i've got i've got i've been on zoom all day and we do all our training on zoom and have for years 
And now people are like, how do you do that? And it's like, well, you have to look at what you do to take care of yourself between those times as well. I see you talking. <laughs> hey, well, see, but talking is... I'm cute, adorable. I'm looking for a cute Femi girl. Anyone naughty? <laughs> You're naughty. No, you know, and it, it is, I think, very refreshing for all of us. Uh, one thing, a very admirable trait, I believe, Robin, you have is being honest and complete with yourself and with others. And, you know, that is, I think, in a lot of ways, really hard for a lot of us because you know and that's the reason why we 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 be, make ourselves so busy right so we don't have to think about how we really feel and then we're always so worried about how the other person is going to feel but in the meantime it's creating this whole kind of cesspool of stress and toxicity within ourselves that eventually right something bad is going to happen and I really, and I want to ask you, Robin, so now, like you talked about this fatigue and you deal with people, you know, with mental illness and, you know, you, your whole uh, business is about mental wellness, that human touch, that being like with humans is so important, right? I know that there is the whole isolation during the COVID-19 and, and wearing masks and totally, you know, I totally get it but it's that being together right that we need and that we crave um i think the reality is we're gonna have to get the best we can get at the moment and there's a i'm not going to advertise what but there may be a drink commercial at the moment that says it's not the best but it's the best we've got right now and I think I love that because the reality is, yeah, it would be great. Yet human touch is super, super important for most people. And, um, yeah, we're not going to be able to have it at the moment. Like, yes, we are if we're in a, in a bubble with people we have so much, but... Um, the, the place is how do we get through given it's the best we can do at the moment and I think that's the piece sometimes we're after this ultimate I this holy grail of I want to be able to run and hug everyone and the reality is we can't so it's that place about how do we get the best we can get until it can be different and mm -hmm. That, that's the, the piece. So truth be told, I'm lucky. I have like a fur ball that just follows me around, my dog. Um, I have a really good pillow in my bed that feels like someone, you know. <laughs> but um, but it's, it's, it's those things. And I know I get to the place for me, I don't know if other people get it, but I'm like, I want to talk to someone. I'll call or FaceTime them and they'll get on there and I'll be like, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> like, and it's not them. It's just that I was craving something and I thought it was this and then I got it and I, it wasn't quite that. And I was like, oh. 
And I'm real enough, you've worked that out, to go, yeah, actually, I don't want to talk to you right now. People go, okay, well, no worries. But uh, I, I, I think it's the place that, like, and the people that I talk to, and, and truth be told, I've had four calls in the last two weeks who people were calling going, I'm going to kill myself right now. And I'm like, oh, can we have a chat first? Sure. And I'm like, I just want to chat. You know, I I can't stop you. I don't know exactly where you are, so I can't get the police there. So, hey, let's have a chat. They're all still alive, but it was let's just have a chat in that moment with whatever comes up. And I I think that's the place because... Yeah, it'd be awesome if we could have that holy grail and that's not around right now. So um, I think they're the conversations I have with people. Like when people call and say, I'm going to kill myself right now, I'm like, can we just have a chat? Like, what's happening for you? You know, let's just talk. Like the other night I... I don't know, I spent two hours chatting with someone and they ended up going to a crisis centre and we chatted the whole way there and as they entered and and maybe that's as good as it gets for them right at this moment. And so yeah. if we can do that for each other, but ourselves too, right? And just feel, yeah. I, what you see with me is what you get, whether I'm on here, whether I'm in person and I think sometimes we think we have to have a facade and when we're actually real that's when we get those cool connections and that's when we find out who the other people are in our lives too are they people that are worth having or do we have them because someone said they're important to have in our lives wow you are you are well (laughs) I just want to uh, we'll get back to you, um, you know, Robin, but you know what? You are you are one of a kind. You know, just believe in that. Um, quickly, Rashonda, you wanted to, if you could share what you were talking about with your with your daughter. Was it your daughter? I just saw a quick thing. Yeah. yeah. Her, um, uh, yeah, it's when it's her, like, first friend and friends since they were little, and she asked me, um, a couple of days ago, her friend's dad is getting remarried um, on August 9th, and we're all going to the wedding. Um, and she asked if it would be okay if she hugged her friend. Aww. And I'm yeah. not sure that that's okay. Nope. Nope. So she's now, um, she's asked every day if she thinks that we yeah. can be there. She wants to be there for her friend. Yeah. I don't yet. I mean, these are all like such hard, hard decisions. No one wrote the book on what to say or what to do on this. And everybody is, is different. And we've talked about it, you know, that we all just have to respect everybody's feelings and decisions. So, um, I don't know. Does anybody have any, (laughs) Any words of wisdom for Rashonda? But I think, you know, you're not the only one in this. I'm sure there's an awful lot of other parents. Oh, that feel and I have some way. friends who have allowed their kids to start doing that. Um, and they're like, 
I don't know. I don't know what you're setting them up for when you, when you do, when you let them do a little bit of that. Um, yeah. Right. Because then I think it just creeps. Like we're still having outdoor play dates. Um, yeah. We're not, our family has not sleepovers yet. Like, right. Each family has their own, has their own rules. Right. Um, oh, I know. I don't know. Um, yeah. I just don't like, right. Every time you give a little bit, where does that put this is like community and society when we all keep giving and giving and then where are numbers going to be? What are we, you know, as Cheryl said, we're in, we're in this for at least another year, a year and a half. So where are we at if we loosen the reins? Yeah. That's, so I think that, you know, each family has um, sort of a bubble that they've been keeping, right? If you've been getting into contact with um, family members or friends and uh, following the guidelines from Dr. Brent Rusin, and if the kids are wearing masks and, you know, I think that it would be wise to either check with the website or to call health links. And seriously, if it's affecting your, your child's mental health, to ask the question, who are we allowed to touch in our bubble? And I think, you know, that depends on what your family's rules are and what kind of, uh, you know, compromise people you might have in that bubble. But I think, you know, we have to weigh the positives and the negatives for both the mental health factor and everything else. And I think that also it educates the kids moving forward to what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. So I think that it's worthwhile to ask the question for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe and Dr. Susie. Brent Rusin can answer that in an upcoming uh, press conference. Yeah, we should tweet that to him because <laughs> I think that you're not the you're not the only parent. I'm not the only parent wondering this, and um, it would be a good question to have answered. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Judy Ann, um, I just wanted to quickly ask you. You said something about uh, when you're teaching kindergarten, or do you have anything to add? Since you know you have been or you are working in the school system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so with my position, I, I switch schools every six weeks, working with different administrators and different um, educators. And my last placement was actually in a kindergarten classroom. And they had just, I, I was there for about two or three weeks. They had just like really learned my name and they were using it all the time. And, and they had said like, you just got here and we're not going to see you again. And, you know, we can't even hug you. And then like the waterworks came and I'm just sitting there like trying to keep it together. It was, it was so tough. Um, but, you know, we, we had a discussion about why, but it, it's not because we don't want to hug it. It's just that right now we have to think of what's safe and what's best. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to pop in too about the bubble. Um, my, he, he's kind of like a grandfather. He's my, he's like a second father to my dad. He turned 99 in June and mm -hmm. we made the choice as a family. We got together because you, you can't let that slip away. You, you can't not have that moment and not have that hug. So we made the decision. Um, like he lives with my aunt and when we came over her give her party favors where were all fabric masks that she had made for all of us um, and so we were just a small group and, and we enjoyed some time like cl closer to him and being able to hug him um, but yeah that was a very conscious choice that we had discussed and we made sure that you know we were um, we had our sanitizer we were washing our hands and you know doing whatever we could and and yeah he's he's happy and healthy at 99 and and it was definitely a tough conversation to have like can we hug him because we want to of course we want to it's a huge milestone wow cynthia i think we have to remember too that these guidelines are 
the guidelines, oh, sorry, Tracy, I was just going to say nope. that the guidelines or what we're trying to do here are all contingent upon where we live. So we live in a province that has low numbers and that has shown that there is uh, contact tracing when it comes to where it's coming from and how it's being spread. So all those things are different from, say, a place like wherever you want to choose in the States, where the numbers are super high and almost uncontrollable. All of those factors have to play into how we move forward into whatever that new normal is for Manitoba. So that's why, um, yeah, I'm going to tweet that question to Dr. Brent Rusin today and to a few journalists and see if they'll ask it, because I think it's a very worthwhile question that we need to have an answer to that we can feel good about. Either, either way, just knowing what the answer is. Yeah, and probably he won't have the answer, but you're right, Susie, it's a, it's a question that's needed to be asked, definitely. Because there's just, I guess, you know, we, again, it's just the unknown and it just becomes exhausting to figure out our way and navigate our way. So, um, Cynthia, I just wanted to get back yeah. to you. I know you've been listening to all of this and it's, yeah. I guess, a, a hard topic too, right? It's a very hard topic. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as, as a coach that specifically focuses on working with women and um, folks in the 2S LGBTQIA plus spectrum, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm constantly developing my own skill sets in order to do it, which means I'm kind of my own test case. Um, so I just finished Johan Hari's Lost Connections. And so when we talk about all of this, it just, it brought up so much in myself that I hear and I see and I completely relate to. Um, Robin and I must be running the same playbook <laughs> um, in terms of you know relationships and connections and just trying to reach out and find it. I don't have the pillow that, um, that, that I can comfort, nor do I have anything fluffy. And even my roommate that's here, at least I have a roommate, but you know, we still just elbow bump. Like there's still no physical connection. And yeah, I mean, I mean, it was last year sometime was really, you know, the last time that I had that level of connection. So there is a downside to this wonder and joy of, you know, being a digital nomad and traveling about and not really having a home. You're also not really settled and you also don't have um, that close affinity and the closeness is this. This, this is as, as close as, as you get to a lot of people. And so learning how to, how to process that, how to deal with that. Um, you know, thankfully, you know, my kids are adults um, and uh, my daughter's moving back to Manitoba because her university is going to online courses. So um, she's coming back, uh, back to Manitoba to live and continue to do her, her education remotely. But, um, uh, you know, they're not even obviously anywhere near that I can um, deal with it and I'm not crossing paths and it just doesn't make sense to you know to kind of do that so learning to figure that out on the fly right like learning to kind of adapt um and as i said i kind of become my own my own little microcosm of study to you know how am i reacting to this how am i feeling um i'm continuing to do a lot of deep work on myself it was really the one of the big goals for this year um that's coming out but at the same time you know i'm jumping into joint projects i'm kind of working on my book and now i got somebody that wants to 
co-write and do another book. So it's like, okay, I got two projects and, and I have another coach in Israel saying, oh, I'd like to develop a course with you for the 2SLGBTQIA plus community that we can teach online and, and take out. So just all of these projects are really great distractions, but it doesn't stop the hard work that we need to keep doing every day. And when you do it alone, um, there's just a bit of an emptiness that comes with it. And that's really the hard part to, to overcome. And um, yeah, it, um, yeah, it, it, I'm in a cycle where it's just a really hard moment um, to go through. This is not the bubbly cheery me that usually is here. Um, I, I'm struggling through this moment, trying to kind of see the upside and to do the deep work um, and to keep going because that's what I do. And I know that's what I bring to everyone that I work with and interact. So, yeah. Well, all I can say is that each when one of us ladies are giving you a big hug, everybody on here are giving you a big hug. And I mean, even to talk about it as deeply and openly as you have, Cynthia, you're like another Robin. And we, we can only learn from that. I only wish that I could be half that that honest sometimes because I'm more like the opposite. I internalize everything, right? But uh, you know that you have a support here. Thank you. And always stay in touch. Always. Yes. Well, yes. All right. So can somebody tell me what time it is? Because I don't have a clock. Are we? 11.55. 11.55, okay, so I know that you ladies want to go and enjoy this glorious, sunshiny day. Um, Nanette, like, are you going to go to Gimli yet? Or are you going to do that trip to Gimli? Um, with the numbers <laughs> um, coming up, it's kind of, I don't know, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm, it, it, it's, it, it is, uh, uh, I, I live with someone who is, um, has an underlying medical condition. So we, I, with the numbers climbing, we've kind of made the decision to stay home. And yeah. uh, we never mid, did get to Gimli that week. So now we're going to wait a little longer. We're going to wait. It's okay. <laughs> still, yeah, that'll be on your bucket list. That'll be Absolutely. on your bucket list for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cheryl, how are you, how are, Cheryl, how are you going to spend your August long weekend? Like, it's this the halfway point of summer. Uh, She's still with us, well, after I finish my moving my office, I we will go out to our we will go out to our cottage. The, the oh, nice. big, from a personal point of view, the issues that I'm facing is um, whether or not my children, who have rented a place in Manitoba from Alberta, oh, yeah. are are oh. actually are actually going to come or not. You know, not out of abundance of caution for me, at least in part because mm -hmm. I'm in. Um, higher risk group um, but this whole thing about traveling from western canada is still up in the air given the numbers are increasing so for me on a personal level it's one day at a time um, i know it's it's hard it, it is hard for me and it's hard for my family um, i i still think that we have to think of the cup half full that we're still lucky here in manitoba and you know, if we have to be, you know, much, you know, stricter for the next little while, that's just the way it is. I know I have good days and bad days like all of you. Um, 
but I, I think it, it will get better. And we do have very good people in public health who are, who are leading us. So I'm, yeah. it's day to day, and I'm not sure what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> well, hey, that's good. It's a good way to live the summer. How about you, Primrose? Are you going to have any go up to explore Manitoba or stay at home? Well, it's my husband's birthday this weekend, and he hasn't decided what he wants to do yet. So when he finally decides, um, I was th I think we were considering going to Beausager to check out a barbecue place there. And uh, he's not an outdoorsy person. So we'll see what he wants to do. But I know that's a restaurant he wanted to check out. <laughs> well, enjoy good food, okay? That's the main thing. <laughs> even, if, even if you have to cook it yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been cooking every day, so. <laughs> I know, I know. We've all been, we've all becoming uh, very well, our, our own kitchen chefs. So, Susie, how are you going to spend your uh, long weekend? Susie? I'm going to oh, spend time with sunscreen. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we're going to be spending it uh on the beach with the kids and um yeah oh, just chilling out my son's birthday is next week my oldest uh, is, uh has his birthday next week so i'm gonna be making some more cakes because he like he's oh. not a cake person but if you follow me on instagram you saw the cakes that i made last week <laughs> yes oh my god that, <laughs> he liked that one, so i might make that one for him again Oh gosh, yeah, that lemon. What was the it? The lemon raspberry, raspberry was a winner. I'm oh my goodness! Yeah, you should open up your own yeah, bakery. Raspberry, well. it was incredible. Yeah. Big. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, as we pivot from the pandemic, that's starting to look more and more attractive. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Just spending time with the kids and just you know, trying not to drink oh, too gosh. much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. How about you, Rashana? What are you going to be doing this weekend? Uh, it's my birthday this weekend. So, <gasps> oh, yeah. happy birthday. Um, so, and it usually hits the long weekend. So there's usually not many people, many people around. So um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, Friday we'll just do stuff with family and then there's some, see some friends at night. And um, I think we're going to go to Gimli for the day on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, well, happy birthday to you. Thanks. Um, you know what? Oh, everybody's going to spend it. Yes. Yes. And what are you going to be doing, uh, Judy Ann? Are you going to be doing canoeing and kayaking and <laughs> with your husband? We're actually just going to be, this is our weekend home. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of, um, like, I've just been really mindful of where I shop and I've been doing a lot of supporting local shops. So it's actually a lot oh, of like, pickups of all the orders that I placed uh, in the past month of like jewelry and like hike Manitoba books and all of that. So it, it's a lot of supporting local this weekend. Um, and then we're going up to the cabin in a couple weeks. Oh, well, it's so great. Well, and then finally, Robin, what are you going to be doing this long weekend? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to find somewhere to live unpacking. Yeah. <laughs> Too exciting! <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my goodness, it's going to be a, a new chapter in your life, Robin. A new chapter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good, so good. I can hear Charlotte oh, out there packing oh. the kitchen up. <laughs> well, I think you know, some of the ladies here are going to give you some tips on on all that you've been uh, talking about, but. 
you know what? I really super appreciate all of you for chatting today and tuning in. And, you know, um, it is what it is. I'll enjoy my little our vacay in Clear Lake here in the wilderness. And, um, yeah, uh, you've given me a lot to think about, all of you. And I will promise to work on some things. And I also want to ask if all of you would like to come back next week. We are going to talk about underwear. Yes, that's right, underwear. You will meet the lady that has, well, at least she professes, has made the perfect pair of underwear for all body shapes and sizes. You're laughing. Robin, I need you on that show next week. She's, she's, I've seen the video. So anyways, just saying, let's get us off this topic of isolation and depression and everything, okay? Let's talk about what really matters, pair of underwear that you really need to have. All right, have a great week. Enjoy the August long weekend and stay safe and healthy. Bye everybody, love you. Have a great weekend everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeq.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.